0: Hello and welcome to the Fungible Podcast by Digilaw, your one-stop shop for discussions about digital technology and the law in Africa. I am your host, Akin Ifai Agumbiade. On today's episode of the Fungible Podcast, we'll be discussing WordPress and the law. You may be thinking, what does WordPress have to do with the law? A lot, actually. Apart from being a platform for bloggers and hobbyists to share their ideas and stories, WordPress powers over 75 million websites globally, law firm websites inclusive. Shedding more lives on this with me in the studio is Dawson Mottoshaw, a law graduate from Obafemi at Awolwa University in Nigeria. He's also a web designer and developer. Dawson, let's get to meet you.
1: Hello, my name is Omodo Shola Dotson I Ayomide. I'm a graduate of law, of Law University. I also have over four years experience as a front-end web developer, and I also have very, very, very expert experience with using WordPress to build websites. I happen to run my own web design agency called .com.
0: All right, Dotson, let's get down to business. Tell us, what are content management systems?
1: Now, content management systems, basically, systems for managing your content yes that's just what they are content management system give users the interface to be able to put whatever content they want on their website be it pictures videos documents and all sorts of contents that can be placed on the website so a content management system gives users the ability to modify to edit to include, to add, or to remove any sort of content they want on their website without even writing a single line of code. And that is what is most attractive about content management systems. Now, content management systems in the world right now, are examples of them are WordPress, Joomla, Drupal, with WordPress being the most popular of the content management systems.
0: Okay, what kind of websites can you build Oh, wordpress
1: now i know most of us might be thinking what makes wordpress a big deal what why the fuss about wordpress but the thing is wordpress is actually very powerful it's a very powerful content management system that can create virtually any type of site now i want to explain the fact that wordpress is open source means the developers of wordpress have left it very open for other developers who understand the core of wordpress to be able to build stuffs to increase the functionality of wordpress now this has a ed- wordpress expand and it has grown from the usual blogging tool we you know to be able to power websites like e-commerce websites to power websites that have booking functionalities we have websites that like a company website like cryptocurrency websites yes you had me right wordpress can actually power cryptocurrency websites now you might still be thinking okay i'm unsure about wordpress but i tell you wordpress powers some of the most important websites on the planet and i'm talking about important websites of very 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 big brands like the Walt disney company i'm talking about wordpress websites like Microsoft News Center, I'm talking about Sweden's official website, I'm talking about playstation.blog, I'm talking about Sony Music, I'm talking about the official Star Wars blog, Bloomberg Professional, BBC America, The New Yorker and TechCrunch. These, trust me, are big brands and their sites are all powered by WordPress. So this is an indication that WordPress is not just some mediocre platform for creating websites. The fact that you want to power your big brand or big company site using WordPress doesn't make it a small deal. It's actually a big deal.
0: I have a legal background and you also have a legal background. So do many of our listeners. Now tell me, why should lawyers bother learning how to use WordPress?
1: You might be wondering, why should I learn WordPress? Why WordPress? Why not learn coding instead why not learn another content management system the answer i'll give you is firstly learning wordpress is good because it's a content management system you have you don't need any background knowledge be to build amazing websites you don't need any background knowledge on coding able to build very very amazing websites top-notch websites so firstly it is my go-to thing for anybody that wants to go into web design because you don't need to know how to code now Since it's a content management system, and there are other content management systems, why WordPress? Now, the thing is, like I said before, WordPress is about the most, in fact, it's the most popular content management system. The web, according to statistics from 2018, 172 million websites are on the internet. And WordPress powers about 75 million of them. So you see how big of a deal WordPress is. WordPress is the thing to learn. If you want to know how to create websites and you don't want to learn coding, now you can build top-notch websites using just WordPress. And because of the support, because it's open source, like I said earlier, because of the support that is available to it as regards themes, as regards plugins, as regards functionalities, people every day people keep adding new new things the updates to it you can never get stranded when you need to do anything so as a content management system it's easy to use and it's quick you can create top-notch websites that you take you like days to code you can create them in like two hours with WordPress because you don't have to code anything everything is just done there for you all you need to do is know your way around the dashboard know your way around the theme know what plugins to use and you're done so it's simple it's easy to get to grasp it's free that's another big deal about WordPress WordPress is free now WordPress is free meaning to get WordPress or to get your site powered by WordPress is free but the thing is Sometimes you might need to get themes or plugins that won't be free, and that's not because WordPress doesn't make them free, it's because the individual contributors to them have made them for sale. But that's not to say you can't find top-notch plugins or themes free. You can actually do a very, very good website without having to pay anything at all. So why learn WordPress it's the most popular content management system is your easy route to creating top-notch websites if you don't have any background on coding and if you don't want to code or if you have a lot of things to do and you can't start coding them or if you are running out of time you just need something just go to WordPress you create top quality websites and it's easy to use and it's fast.
0: From your experience as a coder, what languages do you think that lawyers should pay close attention to in learning?
1: As a graduate of law, with my experience in the legal field, if I'm asked, okay, what coding language do you think a lawyer or a law student or someone with background knowledge in law should learn, I would say anyone you can lay your hands on, trust me, it's it's just about how well you can you you can you can learn them how well you can use them when you have learned them. The thing is, once you can get past the rudimentary stage, and this are the HTML, CSS, JavaScript for front-end web design, and probably if you can add PHP to it, you're good. So I there, there's no there's no okay. This is what I can understand as a law student. No, if you are going at web design or web development, you have to know that okay, these are the building blocks, these are the foundational languages that I have to learn. And just like I said earlier, you have HTML, you have CSS, you have JavaScript, then you have PHP if you want to go into back end also. So you can just pick your and you can pick anyone, but just make sure any one you're learning, you're learning it well and you're learning it right, that's just it.
0: I'm installing wordpress for the first time on my website. Are there any pitfalls or common errors I should take note of so I can avoid them?
1: If you are new to the use of wordpress to create your sites, there are common errors which you should be wary of. Not even These errors are not even restricted to just beginners. Even those that have experiences in wordpress sometimes are guilty of some of these errors. So it's just better for you to watch it at the beginning of your um, adventure into using WordPress to create sites now the first um, error that you might encounter or the first error that is usually made by beginner users of WordPress is not choosing the right WordPress platform WordPress has WordPress.com and which is a self-hosted WordPress platform and there's wordpress.org which is the one that is fully controlled by the user now one mistake is beginners tend to just not know the distinction between the two and tend to choose one that's the wordpress.com and later on find out that they are restricted in the number of things that they can do in as regards plugins or themes or monetization of their website so you want to make sure that when you are using wordpress for the first time as a beginner you are choosing the right platform and the platform you will always want to choose is the wordpress.org platform now the next thing you should be wary of when using wordpress after you have chosen the right platform assuming you have chosen the right platform is using a very very strong password when you are installing wordpress now the thing is WordPress itself, at the point of installation, usually has this um, security check that tells you how weak or strong your password is. Now, you want to choose a very, very strong password so that your site doesn't come under attack by malicious um, users on the internet because if your, your site is to be attacked and they can get accessing to your backend, your WordPress dashboard, then your site is as gone. So you want to make sure you are choosing the right password. Now, there are also plugins that could help you to manage your admin area very well. That's the point at which you want to use your username, put input your username and password to get into your dashboard. There are plugins you can use like Loginizer. There are plugins that you can use that can the number of attempts a person can try to get to, to a, a number of times you can input your a wrong username and password so that it at least just like the way your phone works when you input password the number of times and it restricts and it stops you from being able to get into your phone for a while so there are also some that that log that that gives you a log of how many attempts were done At logging into your site and some other stuff, so passwords like that you could Google passwords and you could Google plugins like that that help you manage your admin dashboard well and makes it more secure. Now there's another error I would like to point out that's improperly using posts and pages. Now posts and pages are the two foremost ways of publishing contents on your WordPress site, but then. Posts should be used to publish contents that are dynamic. Those are contents that would change over time. For example, news, your blogs. Those are very, very, very dynamic contents. They change every day. If, for example, you are building a blog, you might have something on, this, on the 17th, and tomorrow you have another thing. Next tomorrow you have another thing. You want to ensure that you are using posts for... Contents like that. However, pages on the other hand Should be used to publish contents that are static at least for a long time. They are static For example, if you are publishing something as privacy and your privacy mm, Privacy contents of your your terms and conditions for example your contact us for example your about us for example are stuff that would normally or usually not change over a long period of time so you want to make sure you are using posts for dynamic contents contents that could change even in a day contents that you know you are going to be updating every time but pages on the other hand should be used for contents that are going to be static over a long period of time now another pitfall is not changing your permalinks now permalinks are the url structure that appear at the top of your of your browser that's the browser the bar at your browser you see for example it could be www. um something slash something slash something now you want to make sure that for uh, seo purposes you have it set at post name So that you have, so that you have good URL structure, because this also, on the long run, would affect the way search engines would index your site. Now another thing I want to point is having too many things and plugins, or and also not choosing the right things and plugins. The thing is, WordPress like we i'm assuming that we know is open source so it's it's the case that we have so many independent contributors and developers creating themes and plugins to increase the capacity and the the increase the capability and functionality of wordpress now if you are good enough if you understand wordpress core, you could stay wherever you are gather a group of friends and before you know it you are building a theme or a plugin for wordpress and you're selling it. Now the thing is as an end user it's always advisable for you to only use plugins that are that are recognized. For example, you want to make sure that when you want to install plugins you are checking for example the ratings, the amounts of downloads how often it has been updated these are pointers to show you that okay this thing is actually working because you don't want to download a plugin that would upset something in your site or that would cause problem on your site so you want to make sure even I, i i i when wordpress when you go to plugins you could even filter them by popularity so this gives you an idea of how popular or how good for your website, a plugin is because, of course, if many people are downloading it and if it's been regulated, if it's been uh, updated frequently, you know, okay, I can always get an update to this, even if there's an error in one version, it can always be corrected in the next version. Now, same thing goes for themes too. You want to make sure you are using a theme that is popular, a theme that has a lot of ratings, five-star rating, four point something rating, and a lot of downloads and you also want to make sure that your thing is responsive. Now, responsibility, responsiveness, rather, responsiveness of your site is a very big deal. Now, particularly when we have many devices that are used by visitors to access the internet, you want to make sure that anything that you choose would display your contents well on any device a person, any person is using to access your site, be it a mobile phone, um, a tablet, a PC of medium screen size, maybe 13, 14 inches, and is probably a screen size of 17 and nineteen. So you want to make sure you are choosing a theme that is responsive, so your visitors don't find it difficult if they are navigating your site from for example a mobile phone while they will draw some sites you just prefer to just see them on laptop but if your site is very very good then it shouldn't make a difference whatever device i am accessing it from now and you also want to make sure that you are not because you have a lot of free themes and plugins you're not jump parking everything just download okay this plugin let me use it this plugin let me use it this plugin is it. because it should be told you always have there are issues there are cases where you have conflicts between plugins, you have one plugin making doing something and the other plug and is affecting the other plugins. So, every day you might need to be deactivating the plugins to get the exact plugin that's causing trouble. So, you want to make sure that you are really selective about the number of plugins you have. Once you want to get your job done, and you can get the job done, there's no need for so much embellishment, there's no need for so much unnecessary plugins. Another error I want to talk about is backing up your site now the thing is depending on a number of factors you can have cases where you lose information on your site and imagine when you already have a lot of content in your site only for you to just wake up one day and maybe is a a failure from your host provider or something or attack on your website and you have all your data and your contents gone so you want to make sure that at the beginning of equation of your sites you are you have plugins that are used to uh, back up your site there are all loads of them you could google them you just get plugins that will just use to back up your site from the beginning the this this some of these plugins update. some of these plugins automatically back up your site at intervals uh, depending on how you choose them to be backed up so you want to make sure that you have very very good backup of your site. So in case anything goes wrong, you can just restore the backup. So I think these are common errors or pitfalls that not even really beginners, even people that are intermediate or experienced in WordPress usually neglect and I think it's just best practice to just ensure that you don't make any of these mistakes you could google it there other mistakes but i think these are the very very cogent ones that you want to look into and take precaution
0: against and that's what we can take on today's episode of the fungible podcast thank you Dustin, for your time until we meet again stay blessed